questions for today from the beginning of time. Very large telescopes and a black hole from the earliest universe. I'm Tanya Hall and joining me is Roberto Gili, first researcher at the Astrophysics and Space Science Observatory of Bologna. Welcome, Roberto. Thank you very much. Hi. What are some of the projects in which you engage at the observatory? So uh, the main project I'm being involved uh, in my research at the observatory is uh, searching uh, and possibly finding uh, black holes, uh, supermassive black holes uh, in the distant universe, uh, including those at the most, uh, uh, the highest redshift we know, so at the largest distances that we know in the universe, and also including those uh, which are most difficult to detect. So the ones uh, which are obscured by clouds uh, of dust and gas uh, that prevent uh, our instrument uh, to effectively detect them. You and your team made an important discovery recently uh, using the very large telescope of the European Southern Observatory in the Chilean desert. Tell us about galaxies surrounding a supermassive black hole. Yeah, so uh, actually, uh, let me just say first that uh, besides the very large telescope uh, in Chile, we also had to use many other very large telescopes uh, distributed uh, all over the world. For instance, uh, uh, we used the Keck telescope uh, in Hawaii. We also used the LBT telescope uh, in Arizona because uh, it took uh, many years and many big facilities to be able to measure the distance uh, of these galaxies. So uh, essentially what uh, we discovered is a series of galaxies. At the moment we discovered six, but we suspect there are many more that are surrounding a black hole that is very large. Its mass is estimated to be about a billion solar masses. And uh, this uh, black hole is already in place when the universe was uh, actually very young. So the age of the universe uh, when the light was emitted from that black hole, and then uh, we can observe it, is, uh, uh, is about uh, one billion years, which is a pretty uh, uh, young age for the universe. So uh, we were facing uh, uh, a mystery that astronomers try to explain since about uh, 20 years, that is, how is it possible that such uh, gigantic black holes uh, uh, exist uh, uh, in the early universe? Because they are too big, essentially. We suspect that uh, supermassive black holes accumulate most of their mass by accreting gas from the surrounding medium. Uh, but this uh, uh, growth uh, must be extremely fast uh, to explain uh, such systems uh, discovered so early in the universe. And so um, one uh, possibility that uh, people were thinking about is that uh, these systems uh, must live uh, in environments that are particularly dense, meaning that uh, this high density of galaxies and of gas surrounding the black hole is favoring actually uh, the feeding. And so uh, what uh, essentially we demonstrated in, in our study is that uh, actually uh, this is true. So objects uh, like the one we, we studied actually do live in overdense environment. So do they have the uh, necessary reservoir of gases surrounding them to, uh, to feed them and to make them grow 
to their final masses. The galaxies we observed are exactly the signposts telling us that there is a, a dense, large-scale structure around the black hole. What is the strength of the signals that you have to capture to understand what you see and detect? Uh, you mean what is the, uh, the specific uh, measurement that we need for, for confirming it? Yes. So essentially what we, we, what we need to measure uh, is uh, what is called the, is the redshift of the, of the objects. We know the redshift, which means the distance of the black hole. And among all the objects that we see in the same region of the sky, we have to search for objects at the same distance uh, as uh, the black hole is. And so we have to use uh, such big telescopes uh, like uh, the BLT, the Keck, and so on to get uh, optical spectroscopy of these systems and through the wavelength at which we see the Lyman-alpha emission line, essentially, we could uh, estimate the redshift and in turn the distance uh, of uh, these galaxies. And our observations uh, actually uh, showed that uh, uh, six uh, of uh, six galaxies that we selected as good candidates to be at the same redshift of the black hole actually have uh, a Lyman alpha emission that uh, tell us that are really at the same distance of the, of, uh, of the black hole. And so uh, we uh, measured a group or a, 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 let's say a large scale structure made of galaxies surrounding the black hole. What we think is that uh, this structure may eventually evolve into uh, uh, what we uh, know now as the big uh, galaxy clusters uh, that uh, we observe in, in the local universe. So probably this group of galaxies, uh, which not only contain the six we measured, but likely contain many more galaxies that we still have to discover, but we have candidates. So this structure will probably later on collapse uh, into a very big and massive uh, galaxy cluster. This redshift must be some of the most extreme of any object detected at today, right? Yes, it is one of the largest, it's not the, the, more, the, the largest one. For uh, a supermassive black hole, we know that uh, the, the most distant redshift is uh, about 7.5. This is 6.3, is <laughs> slightly lower, but still uh, this object uh, is one of the most distant uh, uh, quasars uh, most distant supermassive black holes that uh, we know to date. What lessons about our universe today does this discovery help teach? Well, uh, <laughs> I think that possibly, rather than uh, uh, teaching us lessons, uh, probably opens further questions because uh, uh, the, uh, what we, we discovered is in line with the theory. So, we uh, probably confirmed that such uh, massive systems uh, do live uh, in uh, overdense environment. They have gas uh, around them that could be used to feed them and to make them grow. But uh, uh, again, the existence of such large structure and such big black holes uh, uh, early on in the universe is something that we have still to fully understand from a theoretical point of view. So I think that uh, at the moment, uh, we probably uh, accommodated a little piece of the theory, but uh, most of the theory has still to be really uh, nailed down by observations. Roberto Gili, 
first researcher at the Astrophysics and Space Science Observatory of Bologna. Thanks again for joining. If somebody wants to connect with you, Roberto, what's the best way they can do that? I think they could uh, either go to the web pages of uh, my institute, the um, uh, uh, Observatory of Bologna, uh, or just uh, drop me an email at my institutional address, this is uh, roberto.gilli at uh, inaf.it. Thanks again. And find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching. Thank you.